0: Welcome to the Gorgeous Strength Podcast. I'm Kayleen Smith, founder of GoTime Training, inspirational speaker, fitness expert, and lifestyle coach. Each week, I will bring you an idea or special guest that will help you bust through your barriers, get motivated, and live the life you love. Get ready to take your life to the next level to finally achieve your wildest dreams and radiate with magnetic energy every day. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Welcome back to the Gorgeous Strength Podcast. I am beyond thrilled to have my friend Christina here today. She is a happiness coach and this, I know, is going to be an epic episode. So before we get into the juiciness of it, Christina, can you introduce yourself to the listeners?
1: hello listeners i'm christina i'm a happiness coach i own possibility lab and i love helping people step into themselves and find what makes them happy and feel comfortable in that and that's my biggest joy is to create a community of these people that encourage others in their happiness and they seek their own happiness and know that others can take it from them so they hold that very dearly to themselves
0: So I'm going to just jump right in because all the stuff that you do, actually I can speak for the services that you give because you've worked with me and I'm on the cusp of some big things and a lot of it is due to the help that you've given me. So my first question to you is what does happiness mean to you?
1: Okay, so happiness for me is probably... The simplest way is when your soul shines, whatever you are, that's just you without outside influences, trying to diminish it or to, you know, bring to light something that's really not what you want for yourself or what you are. Um, That's what happiness is. It's something very internal. It's something that if no one else was around, this is what I would be, who I'd want to be, where I'd want to be. And others add to it. Uh, But you can't get your happiness from others. That's not where it starts. It starts from inside yourself.
0: For sure. Uh, There's some quotes that I found before we got on this call today. Um, I'm going to take a second to find one because what you said, okay, I wanted to read these quotes to you and, and just get your feedback on them. One that really stuck out to me is happiness is not out there. It's in you.
1: Definitely. I, I like that one.
0: <laughs> and that's what you just said. So, you know, I've got so much that we could talk about today, but I was at breakfast with a girlfriend and she is in a great career right now. She's 53 years old. And I'm bringing this up because I feel so many people are are in her same shoes. So she's 53 years old. Um, great career as far as salary. But she just doesn't have the ambition to wake up and go to work and do what she needs to do, let alone go above and beyond her roles and responsibilities. And she said, Kayleen, you know, I feel like there's so much more out there for me. I just don't know what it is. And I think that's what you see with a lot of your clients. So can you tell me the process that these people are going through and how they can work through this?
1: So, yeah, that's one uh, common type. So, I like to help take good people, people that aren't really in a struggle, but they're in an opportunity phase in their life, and take them and help them succeed at anything they want. Let's make the highest, best, most impossible thing and, and go for that. So, the way that I work with people is I really help them to put away everything else in life except for themselves. Uh, focus on who they are, focus on what they want. If they don't know, then we play a discovery game. We figure out uh, when, when would you, when would you be excited? When would you find courage in doing something or bravery that you might not usually, because that's probably pointing to something inside them that they really like, or that they, they really want to um, have a passion to go after. And so Helping people find what's inside them or to develop it in case they've they've shielded themselves. Some people are people pleasers. And so all they've done all their life is try to do what everybody else wants for them. And so they're a sponge of all the bad, right? They suck up all the nasty that's around them so everybody else smiles. And we have to help them find their internal smile. And some of that's breaking uh, down what they've created so that they can give more to the people that they really, really want to have what they truly are because you can't make everybody happy. So make yourself happy and then those around you will be happy that want to be around you. So the process is you go ahead and you have an initial meeting, find out what their ambitions are, what their values are, what their goals are, where they're stuck. If they're not stuck, where, where they wanna go with what the potential they have is. And then you go ahead and you meet as often as they want. Some people like to meet me every week. Some people like to have a lot of thinking and feeling time in between to try things. So those people I meet every uh, two weeks, some some monthly, and you let them really test out the waters of action for what they think really exists in the world. And then taking steps into what is it really? It's not what I think it is. I'm not gonna get the reaction I really think I'm gonna get. And instead, it's playing the game of, I'm just gonna try things and that is what counts. I'm gonna put out the effort of being myself and it'll attract what it needs to and hopefully start repelling all the stuff that's not good for people.
0: So now, my going back to my friend for instance, she's in this, this state and I see a few different ways that it can go and you probably start to see the path well before your clients see it, you know, because that struggle or that thought process takes a long time. It's the fear of the unknown. So when we were talking this morning, she said, you know, I, I think I want something different. I think I want a different job, but there's security and financial um, stability that's holding her there. And often I think, yes, it could be a job change, but It could also just be a hobby change, you know, and this is something that you even worked on with me that Kayleen, you're working all the time, like stop working and find what makes you happy. And as soon as we worked on that, my paradigm shift.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't have to be a job change. Sometimes for those people, it's a, it's a perception change. Most people believe the worst in things, but they're not able to believe the best or the most impossible awesomeness, right? And so giving somebody a range so that they can pick, okay, well, it's probably not going to be the worst. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle. Will I be happy with somewhere in the middle? Uh, Giving them more options so that they can be looking for opportunity instead of seeing problems is a very big thing to help clients with.
0: So one question that I had for you is why do you think so many people struggle with happiness? I, I see people and I've been there myself. Like I'm speaking for myself that I have a lot to be thankful and grateful for. I have so many things in my life that just bring me joy and happiness, but it's so easy to see the negative.
1: Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest struggles is our culture. Our culture sort of presses upon us that we should be people pleasers in a lot of ways, that we should do what others want, we should blend in, we should make, make it non-conflictual. So the idea that happiness in itself to some can seem selfish and doing something for yourself is taking away from others is crazy in my mind. Like I, I've never bought into that, that theory. What it seems like to me instead is that when you give as much as you can to yourself, knowing that you have a greater purpose or knowing that you're meant to impact and influence others, you actually can give more to those people around you that matter the most by having your happiness. What are you telling others if you're not being happy and then you, for some reason, wonder why your kids aren't happy? Maybe it's because you never took time to be happy. You never showed them that it's okay to be yourself and be happy and that there's a right place for that and that that has to be protected because everybody indirectly tries to take from you because they're thinking about what they want or need or how you're useful in their life. And so it's very rare for you to find an altruistic person that's just there like, hey, I want whatever you want for yourself. That's what I want for you because that's not our culture.
0: So would you say it's so important for all of us to take care of ourselves first before we take care of everybody else around us?
1: Definitely. I don't actually think you can take care of people if you're not taking care of yourself. You're you're really giving part of yourself to take care of them.
0: For sure. So you know I was a few weeks ago at the Entree Leadership Summit put on by Dave Ramsey and I went there kind of questioning my leadership skills for several reasons. But I was confirmed in some of the habits that I've instilled in my life, just you know, in the past couple years, especially some habits that you even helped me with. Um, these people, Dave Ramsey, John Maxwell, uh, Lou Holt, so many other people spoke, and they are amazingly successful people. But they talked about their rituals that they set themselves up with for success, and they're not pushing, pushing, pushing. They're not doing things that don't serve them and don't make them happy, but they've created so much success for us. So earlier, you said that our society has kind of maneuvered us to a negative way of thinking or a negative perception of how we need to work and live.
1: Mm. Yes. So I don't, I don't think I recognize my own rituals and that type of thing. I'm more of the person that says, how can this help me over and over, no matter what it is, it's happened, right? I don't control anything but myself. So how can this help me? How can I make this useful to me? And I believe that things happen because they're supposed to happen. And so knowing that I exist in something that a system or a source or a universe is controlling everything and I don't need to understand it. I'm that person that's comfortable with being uncomfortable or playing in the unknown, right? I'm the one that wants spontaneity and, and fun and not to understand and to create So for me, it's finding the pieces that say, how can this be useful to me? And being able to maneuver with whatever comes at me, knowing that I don't need to know why it's good for me. I just believe that good things are coming to me and I make of them what I can. So sort of giving appreciation every day. I wake up going Thank you for another day. That's what I say when I'm in the shower or walking or, wow, I'm so thankful for the sunshine. I'm thankful for the rain. That's what my grass needs, right? So trying to figure out how that is useful to me or could be useful to me keeps me in a mindset of this is going like it needs to.
0: So I love that because I think at any point throughout our day, we can become negative. We can become pessimistic. We can see that our lives are just falling apart. Um, whether it's we stub our big toe or we lose a, a parent, you know, even the most minor things can seem so big when we're not looking at what we're grateful for. So, just like what we do at the GoTime Training Studio in changing people's habits around nutrition and exercise, it's a constant question that they have to ask themselves um, when getting ready to eat a meal, is this what I need to eat to get to my goals? Mm. You know, is this what I need to eat that will serve my body and fuel my body? Or will going to the gym today make me feel better? It's questioning the old habits that you've grown up with for 30, 40, 50 years and testing those and starting to instill new habits in yourself. So creating those new habits what are some tips that you have for people that are looking for change
1: so one of the things that I like to to tell people is that if you want to change then you can do it small right you can you can be like okay I'm going to do the thing that's most comfortable for me but I'm going to go just to the edge where it's a little uncomfortable and I'm going to do it a little differently but no matter how you change You have to sort of accept that the change in itself, the effort that you're putting forward is what counts. It is what you give yourself a gold star for and you congratulate yourself for. It's not how others react. It's not what you get from it. It's the fact that you're doing something that you chose to do and being uncomfortable and being happy that that's what you're doing anyway. So, Change for me, habit-wise, I would tell people gratitude lists are very useful for people. If you write down, if you're not usually thankful for things, every morning make a list of, or night, wherever your flexible time is at, write down three things every day that are different from the other days that you're thankful for today. Another thing is to take some time just for yourself, that five or ten minutes a day where you're just with yourself. You're not running in your thoughts. Some people do it as a meditation. Some people aren't comfortable with that. But give yourself some me time to look at the bigger picture and say, I have high potential. I think everybody does. I want to do something with that. I want to create something that only I can. And guess what? That's true for everybody. We were all given special gifts that we can use in a certain way to get the one thing that we can make. And so I think people need to See themselves as more powerful and know that change is not the the, the hard thing. Accepting that you are so powerful to create that change and knowing that your life is going to change around you. You're going to lose some things that aren't helpful to you. But you should be gaining some other things that you probably never even realized you wanted.
0: So I'm going to add one thing to
1: you list
0: or you said create a gratitude list and spend some time alone in silence. I love those two things. I'm going to add one thing to that list is create a power tribe because I honestly feel I'm only as good as the people that I surround myself with. And since you came into my life, I mean, I've got some pretty, pretty amazing people in my life, but you've really helped me elevate it to a whole new level and see things through a different lens, through a different perspective. So I feel like too often we get stuck in the rat race. You know, we get stuck in comparison to people on social media. I should be doing what he or she is doing. Um, I'm, I am the same age as them, but I haven't accomplished as much as them. Uh, they're having kids and I'm not having kids yet. Or we just get stuck in comfort that this is what I've done for the last five or ten years and I feel comfortable. I kind of feel like there's more out there, but why, you know, I'm I'm 50, 60 years old, why do I need to do anything? My life is, the, the good working years are over. And, and it just kills me when I hear people say that because 50, 60 years old, man, sometimes that's your prime.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you got half your life left in most of those cases, right, now that technology and medicine are going so far. So I would agree with you, you're going to have to step up the people you surround yourself with in order to stay motivated on what you're capable of. Because everybody that you surround yourself with, they have whether they know it or not, there's an underlying pull for what you're useful to them for, right? So you're going if if you're in a position where you're helping me out and maybe you take care of my kids every once in a while, I'm like, I like that. I obviously don't want you to become more busy or move away. So I'm probably, even if I want to encourage you, i probably have something in the back of me that's not doing it as much as I could. And so to find that one or two people that just say, whatever you're supposed to be, I'm supporting that wherever that is, however that is, that's an amazing, amazing thing to have. And, that's sort of what a coach does, right? They have no input into your life. All they see is what you are and what you can be and know that there is nothing that's impossible. So they hold what your value is to the highest esteem and say, go for it. Don't let people stop you. (laughs) They'll join you, hopefully, right? The coolest ones of them will be like, whoa, I need to step up too. (laughs) I want to be with this person.
0: (laughs) Well, in something that you said when we first opened up, you said that One of your passions is just to help people step into themselves, step into their truth. And I want listeners to think for a moment about somebody that they know that is just like totally living in their truth, totally living according to their purpose. This person is somebody you look up to, somebody that seems to have it all together, somebody that you admire, they're glowing, they have endless energy. But I want people to know that those people are also happy in the mundane things in life. So when we talk about comparison like we did earlier, you'll get on social media and everybody posts the best of the best of their life, right? And so you're sitting there at night in your sweatpants, after work, just watching TV, and you're thinking, I should be out doing what X, Y, and Z is doing. Because that's what happiness is. Hmm. But I'll tell you, those people that I know that are truly living their truth, you are one of them. (laughs) You're happy in those moments of just being, just chilling.
1: Well, and I think one of those reasons is I'm grateful for this day, right? I believe whatever I do, I was expected to exist as I am. Like nobody else can do that for me. And so... I get to be authentic, and authenticity attracts more authenticity. I want people that are authentic around me. So the more I am myself and push away and make people feel inferior sometimes even. I don't even care because they shouldn't be around me. That is that's not how I mo I, I work. I work with I'm supposed to be me. As long as I'm not purposely harming people, then I'm good. And those people can interpret me who however they want. They can get curious and be like, Whoa, something's different and come a- approach me and I am so happy to be approached. Or they can be like, Dude, she is totally not cool and be like, yay yeah, they're not supposed to be around me. Either way, it's fine. I would I sort of use my authenticity as a filter. I use it to make sure that people that are worthwhile are attracted to me because they have enough curiosity or enough want to come find me and find out what that is because it exists in them too. They just haven't had the encouragement or the the wherewithal to say, "Hey, it ain't so bad being a little lonely for five minutes. Something else is going to come around the corner and it's going to be awesome.
0: (laughs) For sure, yes. And for me, I relate that to business. You know, as a business owner, if there are any business owners out there listening right now, you have to create core values for your business. And essentially, that's what you've done with yourself, Christina, is you have your core values and that's what allows you to live in your true self or your authentic self. And when you do you detract those people that do not fit your, your bus. Like we at go time training, we call (coughs) it the bus and we've got the core value bus. And like, you're either on the bus or you're off the bus because our core values are so plain, clear, and simple. And you either align with them or you don't. And it's not that you're wrong or right if you align with them or not if you don't align with them, there's just another tribe of people out there that are waiting for you to come be a part of their community.
1: Exactly. You got the buses. I love the buses.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. We were talking at coffee. Oh, three weeks ago or so. And I am just amazed at the rate you embrace change. I was talking through some struggles that I've had personally with you and you said, oh, my gosh, I wouldn't have let it last that long.
1: <laughs>
0: and, and you told me a few examples, and you really opened my eyes. And I, I know a lot of people that work at my pace. Change takes two to three to four to ten years, mm-hmm. depending on the person. And you said, as soon as something doesn't serve me, I recognize it, and I let go of it, and I move on. Is that something you've always done?
1: I don't remember it otherwise. <laughs> um, so a part of my strengths, and I love StrengthsFinder. So if people have not done that, they should go look into it. But StrengthsFinder gave, gave terms. I'm not a word person. So they gave terms to sort of what I exist as. And one of those things is focus. I don't lose focus of what my existence is. My existence is not to be here and make money. My existence is not here to just, you know, impact people randomly or get what I want. My existence every day I wake up means I still have a purpose in my mind. And so knowing that tomorrow I might not wake up and I was supposed to do something today is enough of a motivation for me to go hell with it. I'm going to go do what I'm supposed to do because that's authentic to me. And I can't, I would rather have external chaos and all these people ticked off than internal. I love being centered in myself and I love knowing that it's okay because all I really need is me and everything else is like cream on cream and uh, cherry on top for me. But I love that. And I'm a very much people-centered type of person. So I'm not saying this like I'm an introvert. I love being around people. I love impacting people. But knowing that others don't care about what I care about and they're not maybe even capable of it is what makes me go, actually, I know better. I really listen to my gut. And I say, waste of times or waste of times. And actually, I think they're sort of given there for me to laugh at a little bit. Like the world is a playground for me. And if you just made everything easy, the world made it all easy for me. And everything that happened for me was always right and always easy. That would get boring for me that maybe other people wish for that, but that's boring <laughs> for me. But I see like these randomness of people that want to enter your life or people that want to say something or an opportunity. It looks like an opportunity, but it really distracts from your path as sort of funny roadblocks, right? Like I recognized it. Yay. The challenges are still there because I need the challenges to keep all the progress and all the easy stuff to, to make sense. There has to be a balance there for me. And so telling people no or that I don't like something or that's not going to work for me is it's really easy because of that high focus that I have on why I still exist.
0: So what I just heard you say there and what I think so many people can benefit from and one of the biggest lessons I've learned from you is that you are, you know, your purpose, you are narrow focused, And whenever a bright, shiny object comes your way, you recognize it immediately and you weigh out the options. Is it serving you or is it not serving you? And you don't feel guilty saying no.
1: No. Yes. No guilt. It's actually a funny part for me, right? It's like, ha ha, I got you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I, I think that that's where we often get overwhelmed is we're not purpose-driven. We're not so narrow focused on what serves us as an individual. You said it earlier, a lot of us are people pleasers, especially us women, that we want to say yes to everything out there. And we think we can do everything out there. And you kind of can in a way, but then you're never good at anything and you start resenting everybody and everything around you. So that might be the first place that people can start is just journaling to themselves and I told my girlfriend that we talked about earlier in the podcast this morning I said start with your journal and write down who you are I won't say her name but who is plug in your name who is Kayleen who is Christina and don't relate that to your job when you and I met I was totally my identity was my job and we talked through the fact that that's not who Kayleen is. And then after that, I said, write down your why. Why are you here on this earth? And when you start doing that, at least for me, it really helped me have clarity on my purpose here, which then allowed me to get that focus, which then allowed me to start saying no to the things that are just those bright, shiny objects that are going to overwhelm the crap out of me. Yeah. (laughs) And it's all because of you.
1: (laughs) Ah, we know it's because of you. (laughs) You allowed me to help, and that's your fault.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, obviously that was one of my breakthroughs in working with you, but what are some of the other breakthroughs without divulging client information that you've seen?
1: I think a lot of them are limiting beliefs. I've had a lot of people that think they have to be a certain way, or everybody's like this, or everybody cares, or everything matters especially based on safety and security. There's a whole bunch of people that don't want to lose their jobs, even though they don't need the job, but they feel uncomfortable being themselves. And the job is their defining factor for them right now. And so telling them that, no, actually, you don't need a job. That's what you're creating so that you remain at your job is a huge obstacle for a lot of people. Um, I've heard some people say that they're impatient and they don't like that. And I'm like, whoa, that ain't right. You impatient people, that is persistent. That is somebody that gets something done. What if nobody was impatient and we get nothing done? So flipping things that seem like, oh, these are just horrible and unacceptable, really finding out what situations they are very, very useful in and putting yourself in more of those situations so that you can be a natural at what you're awesome at. Um perceptions are really really um good for people people that think that okay my family's taught me x and so that's how it has to be and you're like whoa nope 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 that's not how anything has to be let's come up with three or four other ways it could be what does your friend think you know what's your grandma think What's somebody in china think right giving somebody the ability to say hey I can actually think whatever I want to think. And actually I should think about everything I think to make sure that it still matches what I want to be. Is it helping me get where I want to go? So another thing is that a lot of people don't have trusted confidence, confidants. So for me, I believe everybody's so capable. I believe they have really high potential that a lot of the things they look at themselves that are weaknesses just means that it hasn't been used in a way that's a strength yet. And so using what somebody naturally is in the right situation can make that person totally different. It can make them flourish. And so giving somebody that platform to believe in themselves and believe that they can try things and they can fail, which I don't actually believe in failure. So I don't tell them that word, but in their own mind, they think they're failing. And I'm like, whoa, you just got new data. You just tried something. You just had fun. You just lived. Okay, we can call it failure. I'd call it something else. But those types of things are what help helps people to move in a different direction and not feel like they have to be just like they are.
0: And that goes back to the summit that I was at a few weeks ago. Those speakers quote unquote failed so many times. And if you look at like Colonel Sanders with KFC, how many times did he ask for somebody to buy his recipe, right? Mm-hmm. And it was over 100. I can't remember the exact number, but most of us at 10 knows would totally give up and then go on to the next thing. But when you are so tuned in to your purpose and who you are, just like he was, he knew that that was going to make it someday. He knew mm. it needed to get in the hands and mouths and bellies of millions of people he knew that the more people he could f- feed Kentucky Fried Chicken to, the more people we could help at the GoTime training studio. Like, I believe he knew that. I, no, I'm joking. <laughs> but he was so aligned with his purpose that he wouldn't give up no matter what it was. A hundred no's would not stop him. And it's, it's that internal work that we all need to do that is really not sexy or fun or something you wanna go brag about with your friends that, hey, I just got done doing two hours of journaling and tuning into myself and connecting with myself, they'd look at you like you're a lunatic. But as soon as I started doing that myself, I started advancing and, and just growing in so many different ways I never thought possible.
1: I love that, yeah. So I actually am so fun-oriented that I make those types of things a game for me. So gamification of almost everything is my life. So knowing that I'm doing something I don't necessarily want to or like to do, I know I'm going to have fun because I'm like I'm choosing to do it. It's not something I'm doing because I have to. I chose to do this. I'm going to have fun at it. And I'm going to congratulate myself. I think that's one of the things most of the people I meet really stink at. And my husband thinks I overdo it, but I'm like, whatever, I'm so awesome. (laughs) But give yourself some credit. Tell yourself, damn, I'm awesome. I did a great job. Or I tried, and there's half of the people in this room wouldn't try. And I'm gonna try again, because the more I try, the more I'll get used to trying. And the more I'm used to trying, the more I'm used to whatever outcome comes to me. And the more I'm used to finding you know, a different answer, which nobody else finds because they're not even looking. So I think people need to congratulate themselves so much more. And for me, it's making up gold stars uh, or giving myself permission to go get an ice cream cone or clapping. I love clapping at myself. So I think that that's another way that people need to step up and just, you know, live in their skin and know that that's all. It's all you have. So Use your whole life to search for something else that everyone else has, or figure out what you are and what only you can be and make the most of that.
0: And it's kind of like, when does that stop? Because we did that as kids. So why don't we, I know it sounds corny to give ourselves gold stars or to clap or to give ourselves a high five, but you introduced that to me as well. And as soon as I started celebrating my success, I, I looked back and I saw all the progress that I made instead of overlooking all the progress that I made and just keep pushing, pushing, pushing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. you. A lot of people are achievers that I meet with, and achievers never give themselves credit usually. I shouldn't say never. Very rarely is an achiever good at giving themselves credit because all they're thinking of is, I have a clean slate today. What the heck am I doing with my energy and my abilities? I have a clean slate tomorrow. What am I gonna do again? And so it's it's n- no progress is really seen because all you do is say, I have another to-do list. and I better better knock it out because tomorrow's gonna be another one. And so the progress is what you're missing, right? You're not saying, oh yeah, I got that to-do list done or got that item done. Uh, it actually didn't work too well. But guess what? Two new items for tomorrow. Yay, something for tomorrow, right?
0: <laughs> so I have a quote that I want to read to you. Actually, I have two. And they're so in line with everything we talked about. But as I read them, I just want to know what comes to your mind initially. Maybe two to three sentences. You up for it? Let's try. Okay. So the first one is, Happiness is always knocking on your door. You just got to let it in.
1: Hmm. What comes to my mind is that we're all meant to be happy and that you've suppressed happiness. You initially were happy and it wants back out and all the time it wants out.
0: Cool. So the next one is, and you said this exact quote earlier, I choose to be happy today
1: everything's a choice not making a choice is making a choice it's choosing not to choose so either run your life and have something to say about it or just exist and be like a whole bunch of other people that just existed
0: so you are so passionate and you're just so connected with your purpose and your why and you don't let anything rob your joy can you share a little bit of your personal journey into the life that you live today?
1: Okay. So I guess I've always known that I'm special. I listen to my gut and my gut says I'm supposed to be like I am. And that's going to get me wherever I'm supposed to be. And because I'm an adventure journey type of person, not a, end results type of person I like to go with the flow as long as it's fun and adventurous and spontaneous I I know others can't be like that very easily and I can tell when people are trying to take from me I've seen too many people in my life that all they do is give to others and I've never seen them happy and I didn't want to be that way because what I think I should be is an inspiration for other people and to inspire others I want to inspire them to be who they are. I don't want them to be anything like me. That would be sucky. If there's a whole bunch of me's running around, I'd be like, this sucks. I want something new and fun and fresh. So I want people to be just like they're supposed to be. And to do that, I have to be just how I am. Because otherwise, how do I convince people that they are perfectly awesome as they are? And my journey has been seeing a lot of not personal, but noticing failure around me, people that people please, people that never find their confidence, people that don't believe they have a purpose or people that hide from purpose because that would have to change their life, which is what it's meant to do in my mind. So my journey has been noticing what others do and how it doesn't serve them and choosing not to do that and knowing it's okay to say no and that I have to protect myself. Because if I protect myself and my happiness, I'm protecting that for everybody that I care most about and I'm giving them the most. And it's my way of sharing the greatness that I am with the people that I most care about.
0: For sure. And I don't mean to sound morbid at all by saying this, but this is one way that helps me stay grounded and in my joy and my purpose is I look at the end. If my life were to end tomorrow, would I be happy with what I did, who I surrounded myself with, what I accomplished today? Mm-hmm. And that's a big question for me. If I ask myself that when opportunities are coming my way or people want want my time, I can easily say no to things that I otherwise wouldn't say no to.
1: Mm. And I do something very similar, but I do it daily. I believe today could be my last day. That's the only thing I've been guaranteed so far is just today. So I know that if my nieces call because I love them to death and I know that I'm supposed to be support for them. If they call and they want to go play, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I am going to make time for that. I am going to choose the things that if I wasn't here tomorrow would be like I lived. I lived today, right? I chose what was most meaningful to me. And I don't choose to put things in the future. I don't go, someday I want to know. No, let's create it today. Or I wish I would call my friend. No, I just call my friend. So anytime something crosses my mind, I go, that has significance. And do something about it. Don't just let it sit there and go, oh, I'll get to it.
0: For sure. So another thing that listeners can do is write down a list of their priorities. Like your nieces are at the top of your list. And that comes... First and foremost, before anything else. So if you don't have your priority list, and if your your children, your spouse, your family are not at the top of that, you might want to question your your current priority list. Um, so I'm going to switch gears on you a little bit here. You have, and I'm so excited for this, a book coming out soon. Yay! <laughs> so tell everybody the title, the what it's going to be about, what they can
1: expect. Okay, we'll see if we can we can do this. So <laughs> it's it's called the Happiness Workbook, and until I and I, it's a working title, but it's ha- the Happiness Workbook. Rise up, happiness soldiers, because I believe that. To be happy, you actually have to to fight for that a bit. You have to hold it close to you and not let people take it from you or give it away really easily. So the book is based on me thinking that not everybody likes to read and too many people telling you over time, hey, everybody learns differently. And then they give you the same book that only has words. And you're like, "Uh, thanks for saying something and not doing anything about it. So I just said, I want this book to be fun. The biggest goals are that it's fun for you and that you get through the whole thing. It is not very long at all. So it only has like seven chapters. It is two to three pages of typed writing per chapter. But what's fun about it is that you get to experience things. It is for you to internalize your own happiness. And if it's not you, maybe somebody else can can use it well. It's for an average person that's just existing in life that really Trying to say, hmm, should I step up? Should I use that potential I've been given? And this is the encouragement. And it has five activities or experiences at the end of every single chapter. Once for people that like to doodle or people like to draw. Once for those people that visualize. Not the visualize as there's a picture in front of you. But you create it in your mind and that's how your world turns out. One of them is for movement people. People that get so tired of sitting around. They want something that... When they move, they remember what they did when they did that. And then another one is for the analytical people. Those people that have to think on things, nothing's quite right, and they need to make it better. And that's awesome. That's how they need to be. And the last one's for people who speak, that when they say something, they create their reality. And so all of these activities or experiences are based on main concepts in the chapter. So if you don't want to read the chapter, you can do an exercise or activity Or you can do all five of them, and maybe it'll reinforce for you. Or maybe you'll figure out you like doing something you never thought you'd like doing. The whole point is have fun. It takes you from the idea that happiness is a choice. It's your choice whether you want to be happy. Anybody can be happy anywhere, and you're meant to be happy, to accepting your happiness, to seeing a neutral person, an average person that just exists and doesn't actually live within their potential. And then it takes you to expanding your happiness, how can you have that mindset of going ahead and seeing things positive or seeing the, the value and the opportunity in something? And then it, it winds you up at the end more of in a coaching style of what still do you need to do or when will you do this? What's missing for you? So it sort of gives somebody a journey on happiness that they can do inside themselves a little bit more than just reading.
0: And I cannot wait to... We're going to do another podcast all about the book, closer to the release date. Um, the experiments are going to be so much fun. And I think that they're just, like you said, going to help people not only learn in the way that is best for them, but step outside of their comfort zone a little bit and start exploring themselves, start connecting connecting with themselves.
1: Yeah, that that's the hope. I actually... I don't care to write books. I'm not that person who goes, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be an author. No. universe told me, Christina, you got too much potential. You're not supposed to help just a few people at a time. Go get them. Go help them out. <laughs> it's like, okay, I will do it. I will do it. So I wanted to make it fun, and I wanted it to be meaningful. It's not just words, um, and you don't have to believe any of it. I just wanted to spark something in somebody anywhere to say, you know what? I'm going to choose to do something different, I'm going to make my life what I want it to be.
0: So another way that you're going to help and influence multiple women is you are a guest speaker at the Gorgeous Strength Summit, which I am thrilled thrilled about, um, (laughs) August 25th through the 27th. So ladies listening right now, or if you're a man listening and you have a woman in your life, whether it's a sister, a coworker, a spouse, a girlfriend, you can get more information about the summit if you just text the word Gorgeous. To 316 835 0666. And you'll get to go through an experiment with Christina. You'll get to really dive into some of the things, a lot of the things actually that we talked about in this podcast today your why, your who, your purpose, understanding your obstacles and resistance, and then starting to take action, whether it's two years to take action, like my pace, or Two days to take action like Christina's pace. She'll be there to help you scoot it along a little bit faster.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited about that. I can't wait to see the people there. I can't wait to see the vulnerability and the change that people accept into their life and choose to have. And I'm so lucky that you're letting me join you. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so before we end today, can you let the listeners know how they can... Get more information or just learn more about you or even just contact you if they want to do some happiness coaching.
1: Oh awesome. Yes. Um I can be reached by cell, so you can text or call if whatever's comfortable for you at 316-772-0496. And you can also email me if you want at Christina C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A at possibility -lab.com and if you visit possibility lab.com you'll you'll see a little bit more about me and uh, hopefully it'll make you smile
0: Awesome thank you so much I love you and I am so grateful for you
1: I feel the same thank you.
0: Mwah, mwah. Mwah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on today. I appreciate you and the gift you've given to our listeners. You guys, if you love this episode, make sure you share it. And please take a moment to leave me a five-star review. Until next time, make today something you will be proud of tomorrow.